My name is Kel. <laughs> My name is Anna. And you're listening to Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our community. In short, it's, it's a vibe. Oh, bitch, I finally remembered the whole joint. I'm so proud yes. of you. <laughs> I finally remembered it. I got so scared just now because I'm trying to post on IG. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't got the script up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I remembered it. Woo! Yes. And just in time for our 20th episode. Yes, this is our 20th episode, which is small so big, right? Yes. Like, so small big victories. and so small at the same mm, time. Yes, cheers to that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Yes, so um, <laughs> let's talk about what who the we show's ha- about today. That, <laughs> and then talk about who we have on the show today. Okay, so. We have two special, very, very special guests on the mm-hmm. show today. I don't know mm-hmm. why y'all looking behind y'all. Right. Shit. Right. Okay. She's still on the low. <laughs> we got the bows here yes. today. Uh, guys, introduce yourselves. I'm David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Dennis, a.k.a. Booby, a.k.a. <laughs> I don't know what else weird ass name she <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yes. So yes, today we have our um, boyfriends and fiancés. Yes, this is a couples edition. Yes, which hence the song. Yeah, hence the song Saturday Love. Right. Because Kelly, you want to tell them what? Yes, we are going to be talking about love and entrepreneurship, and Mm -hmm. all that goes with that is as far as. we're going to be talking about, you know, can you balance love and re- on entrepreneurship? And we're going to talk about entrepreneurship from a male perspective versus from a female perspective and how to overcome some of these obstacles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And we also, you know, sitting here ready to dig into these treats that yes, we got though. today i mean like wait am i am i going a little too fast Kel? no like, you're actually right on time <laughs> let's talk about what we are sipping and eating on okay okay so um we are getting chocolate wasted yes i want to get chocolate wasted <laughs> yes i'm trying to get chocolate wasted so yes, what are we I am eating too. with okay. this chocolate so shout out to yum the brownie bar yes because she was able to link up with us yesterday and just give us a whole spiel on what the brownie bar is and Indeed. she makes these custom made brownies that oh are gosh. so delicious right now she gave us a little sampler mm-hmm. of a oreo flavor a chocolate chip flavor which is actually two types of chocolate chips so like get y'all taste buds together mm-hmm. if you don't know the difference mm-hmm. there's a there's semi-sweet chocolate chips mm-hmm. on here and milk chocolate chips yes on here. okay and that combination is bomb semi-sweet is a little more bitter than a milk mm-hmm. chocolate would be the milk chocolate is more like a sugar like chocolate milk kind of thing Milk chocolate. <laughs> the milk chocolate. And then something I'm really looking forward to tasting is the uh, coveted turtle 
brownie. Turtle. Turtle, turtle. And it has pecans and caramel and chocolate drizzle on the top. Lord. Oh. It is so bomb. Lord. I guess we should have took a picture of the brownies before yeah. we decided to devour it. Wait, I thought you took a picture yesterday. I did, but okay, well, I'll, we'll post that we'll, later. We'll repost it yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we got the guys some brownies here too. Yeah. No, we got them um, cupcakes. Um, some cupcakes. Yes. Yeah, sorry. So you see yes. where my brain is at. <laughs> so Dennis is eating the um, half-baked cupcake from Cupcake Pretty Girl Cupcakery are, you know, one of our faves. Mm-hmm. And Bay is eating the cookie dough one, mm-hmm. which is, I think it has a cookie at the bottom. That sound, that looks like it has a cookie at the bottom. That makes perfect sense. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So, and we are sipping on some Douce and ginger yes. beer, courtesy of Dennis. So, yes. thank you. We are hyped. That's our favorites right there. So, um, who's going to start bro. first, man? <laughs> you want to let the guys go first? Yeah, let them go first. Uh, okay. You got like a fork or something? Am I supposed to just take a bite? Are we take, take a bite. You don't have to finish the whole thing, but you could take I, a bite. I ain't gonna finish this whole thing. Oh, crush, crush it, yes. Crush life, crush Yeah, and what's funny is our guys, y'all can go ahead and munch. Our guys are not really like that big on sweets, so right. It's gonna be interesting to get their insight. All right, so who wanna uh, talk first? All right, eat more. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is it good? Oh, it's moist. Yeah, 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 it's really it's good. moist. That's what that's what I look for in a cupcake is the moist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. frosting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all that. All that's good. This is from where? This Pretty Girl Cupcakery. Pretty Girl Cupcakery in uh, the National Harbor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all bang with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even the middle of the cake is good too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You had to take me on a date there one one night. Sweetheart. Okay, all right. Don't be disrespectful to the cupcake now. Oh no! Eat it all. You can't leave nothing back, right? No, no refrigerating. No, right? No, because y'all be y'all be disrespecting the sweets with that. Right, y'all got to finish it in its entirety. Right, you have to take it in. Okay, all the flavors. Right, right. Thanks. Right, it's no to go box with a cupcake. No, 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 cutting it. Half and all that, right? I'm gonna go ahead and get into this motivational moment as I'm eating this brownie because the brownie Wait, is so we bomb. Gotta talk, we gotta rate the brownie. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so the, the Oreo t- one is super bomb. Okay, I'm I wanted more, I, I would like to have more Oreos, but it might be just because we split it in half and you probably got the other half of the Oreo. No, I feel the same way as you. Okay, I definitely want a little bit more Oreos, but the moistness is great. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The texture is good. It doesn't feel like over baking. It doesn't feel like cookie, um, like brownie brittle. And I mean, I like brownie brittle, but this is what I wanted in the cup, mm-hmm. in and a, a brownie. brownie. Yeah, especially when it's warm underneath a, a ice, ice cream. cream. That shit would be yeah. bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the um, turtle. Mm-hmm. You want the turtle since you got that in your hand? Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to the turtle. Uh, let me get into this caramel over here. Just get into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Not once again moist. Uh, let me bite into it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. And Kel, I know you're not a huge nut person, mm-hmm. but I like the caramel. Mm-hmm. It's not too too thick. It's just right, but it's thick enough. Mm-hmm. 
So I do like that about it. It has a nice flavor to it. It has like a nice balance where it's not overly sweet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she like, I don't know if she put salt in it or something to like mm-hmm. break it up. It might be a salted caramel. I need to check with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then did you want to go over the um, chocolate chip? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we have, you know, the double chocolate chip. This is my favorite because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like nuts, so the chocolate chips for me is like the crunch that I needed to break it up. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite still too. Chocolate wasted approved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I can see is just like the the little kid from uh, was it mm. Matilda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because when I was trying to picture like which one I wanted to do, I was debating the one that I was going to do the Matilda one. <laughs> But I wanted chocolate wasted because it made more sense with the cognac and the cup, you know. But yes, I love Matilda. Eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> I do want to point out, I think there might be some kind of caramel thing at the bottom of the of the brownie, too. Of the turtle one? Yeah, the turtle one. Oh. Some little crunchy thing at the bottom. Hmm. But yeah, if I had to rate them, as far as best to... Least best, still good though. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, least best Oreo. Mm-hmm. Middle best turtle. Top tier best. Yep. Chocolate chip. Like totally agree. Sometimes simplicity is everything. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. get into this ratchetness and righteousness. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, now you're jumping ahead. Look. Yeah, I'm jumping ahead, girl. <laughs> the brownie got me chocolate wasted. <laughs> so for the motivational moment of the week is by Alec Pandy. Mm-hmm. So a student one asked him, love or career? And he simply replied with a smile and said, balancing it. Mm. So you can't choose between loving your career. You have to find a way to balance it. I love that because, you know, they like to, they... I people. sound like DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah, people like to make you choose one or the other. And we, you know, especially as millennials, we don't, we've learned how to not have to choose exactly. one or the other. We we are master multitaskers. But we are going to get into how you can't multitask everything. Very true. And learning, like, about that the hard way. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, we are really good at that. And we could definitely have love and success, especially as women, too. But Right. Okay, so we ready for the ratchetness Yes, and girl, let's get into this ratchetness and righteousness. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. All right. So we are here to go over some of the drama from the past week. Uh, here we are stealing brownies. Oh. <laughs> you want to try that brownie now, huh? Uh-huh. Snow you lose. Yes. Yeah, Dennis, try some Sharing is caring. I shared it with him. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm being sweet, too, here, giving him the piece with the chocolate chip on it. I should have just kept that for myself. Right, mom, right, though. right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, okay, let's first get into the BET Awards. Kel, like, what were some of your favorite moments from the BET Awards? So I came in the um came in the watching the show mm-hmm. late, but I did get to catch up like on some of the clips. Mm-hmm. So I really did. I didn't understand at first. I didn't know that Regina Hall was hosting it. No, that she was from here. Oh, so that was an, I was like, why should she keep mentioning us so much? Like, mm-hmm. what what's, what's the deal with this? Yeah. So I that was really cool. 
Yes, okay. he, he like. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say, David? I couldn't I had to explain that. You know, I, I was like, she is from here. So like, it okay, I didn't know. He put me on. I was like, okay, <laughs> yes, DMV. I'm proud of us. You know, we're starting to make you know our face known. Yeah, right. <laughs> More people than just Wale. Right. right. <laughs> Talented people. Right. That. Yeah, and Taraji was there. I didn't see the opening yet. So I saw a small clip of it. I didn't see the part where she came out, but I heard that she came out in the opening with her. Yeah. Um, but I did get to see EU and um. Oh, they was out there too. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, he did the um doing the butt. Uh Uh huh. And um, Sugar Bear came out too, and he did um, what's it called? Stop the clock, something like that. I think that's Some what's old called. Ass shit. You know it. You they you know what time it is. Tell me, do you know? Girl. No, that's too good for them. They can't. They're not ready for that. But no. But you know why I say that? Because all the youngins know that. Like people that aren't from DC know do pretty girl. Yeah, because of the um, Wale song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they guess. be playing it on um that guy on Breakfast they Club. Attention. So yeah, mm-hmm. they be playing it on Breakfast Club and they stuff. Do? Yeah, they play okay. that. Like when he be going in his little bag. He plays doing the butt. He might play um, what's that one with the uh, fish fish grease whatever the fuck. Sardines. Sardines. Yeah, he may play that old fish ass grease. shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he so may hot. play sardines so and pork and beans, <laughs> but he always plays pretty girl. Okay. And like mad people know that from other states. So I'm surprised they didn't go there. But you know, I guess it was more for the older crowd, right. DC people, and mm-hmm. everyone. If you're not a child, knows doing the butt. Exactly. So that was the safe route to go. Right. But, yeah. Of course, everybody was hype off of Mary J's performance. <sighs> okay. So mixed feelings on Mary J's performance. Okay. Um, I loved all the songs. I got my life, yes, mm-hmm. to the songs. And I was singing every word. Mm-hmm. And um, I know they were probably looking at me. Well, Eric was looking at me like crazy. Like, oh, my gosh, why are you so into this? But <laughs> this was, like, my life. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But I was a little disappointed in her vocals because she's a better performer, and I she I don't want to put this vibes. I don't want to put that all <laughs> on her though because I think BT has had years of trash production wise mm-hmm. as far as like their sound. And so the, you think she couldn't hear herself? She couldn't something? hear so because she kept messing with her ears. So you know mm-hmm. it's the earpiece. But at this point, as long as you've been performing in the game, you know that you can't hear yourself, and you know that you're not going to be able to. To like, you know, perform in the Rip right melody. Out. Take it out and just yeah. perform. You know your music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people, even if you didn't know, the whole world knew your music. So yeah. they could have sang it for you. You know, that's very mature of you and, and insightful of you because I didn't even think that she might not be able to hear herself. I just thought she was just mad pitchy on her own and <laughs> just like, I mean, I know that sounds crazy. It's like, you know, you about to do your own tribute. Why would you be pitchy right now? Right. But I just thought maybe she was just having a moment, having a moment, you right. know, but, um, nonetheless, everybody was like you said, in the audience hype, like they didn't care. Right. I spoke to didn't my matter. mom. <laughs> she was like, yeah, at first I was a little nervous in the beginning, but then when they kept putting the camera on everybody, everybody was, was like, hype. we don't care. Right. We don't care if you sound like shit. Right. <laughs> we just hype. Right. <laughs> and it was like, that's how we all felt as a collective it for the most the part feels. if you're a Mary J fan you mm-hmm. was just like oh shit I just the heel the thigh high boots yep. the fur coat and yep. the big ass shades alone had me lit right so, <laughs> remember when I had real love as like my ringtone yeah, like, I was telling Dennis so how moments. you love real yes. love <laughs> Yeah, between you and my cousin Keisha, like I was saying how y'all love Mary J. Blige, so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and of course when Method Man, uh, listen, not even Method Man. When Little Kim came out, yes, I was like, I was like, if she bring Little Kim Oompa Loompa ass out here, nigga, yes. <laughs> and it was like, as soon as she sent the text, she was coming out. I was like. Ah. <laughs> yeah, and and Kim looked much better in that outfit that she wore on. She stage did. She did. She did. My coworker was like, group. Mary was like, let me see what you're gonna wear. <laughs> uh, uh-uh, you ain't about to come up on my set <laughs> looking, looking wild like and anything. crazy. Nah, okay? nah. So she had to get the little wet goo drop, right? <laughs> Burgundy wig, you know, as little Kim would do. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just sad that Nicki Minaj wasn't there to really relish in that moment, like all the rest of the ladies was. You know, because I'm like, that's the only thing. You want to be such a poor sport, but you couldn't even recognize that moment for what that was. Like, even if you would have tweeted about it or something. Was she there at the award? No. Oh, okay. No, probably because um, Cardi was there. Mm. Cardi's performance was good, too. Yes, Cardi's performance was good. I got to see that on the treadmill, which even mm-hmm. was more kind of... It was funny because we didn't, I didn't have the sound for it, yeah. but just looking at mm-hmm. all set, all set do his choreography, I was like, what? Oh, you're not are a dad. Are you hating on that black no, man? No, I oh, like right. it. I, I thought it was cute. Sure, just making sure. Okay, because no, he's talented. No, I saw that clip. I was like, he got some moves. No, he did, <laughs> he he got did got really. Moves. He did Pop way lock. better than I expected him to do. Pop I thought he was a Jabberwocky for a second. Jabberwocky. Yeah, no, he did good. He hit his. He hit everything. He hit his marks. Right. You know, and it wasn't like force. You know, like some people do, like ten man type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like that. You. He, you know, a lot of people were pointing out that he been knowing how to pop lock and stuff, but okay. he be holding back for on the behalf of Takeoff and Quavo. And oh, shit, okay, but. okay, okay. I was here for it. Yes, um, you know, I'm here, and I just saw the press video today. That was interesting. Have you seen it yet? Um, no. Yeah, it just. I think it might have just came out this morning. Okay. Um, I'm still not a fan of the song Press, but the video was tight. She is like very, it. it's Lady Gaga-ish. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Like, it's like she's committing these crimes or whatever, and she's going into the courthouse. It's a little triggering because I finally watched we, When They Say See Us. Mm-hmm. So seeing the courtroom, I was just like, ugh. Felt like I would, because it's the same, like, dim lighting and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, it was dope. Like, she has this these scenes where it's her walking naked, but mm-hmm. the boobs are covered up in a certain way, and the vagina is covered up. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they blurred it to perfection, like as if it's a mannequin. Right. So all the girls had like the, that little mannequin look, and she did too. And I was just like, "Oh shit, this is fire!" And then like the white eyebrows and the white wig look, that was fire too. But it it did remind me of Lady Gaga. And at first, I was saying to my friends in another chat, like, "Oh, this reminds me of." Um, you know, like some hood chick version of Lady Gaga. I was like, you know, I can't even say that because this is where these pop stars be getting this shit from, Mm -hmm. these ideas from. And if Lady Gaga did this on a pop song, we wouldn't be calling it hood. We would just be calling it art. So I want to commend Cardi because she also, like, um, directed this video. Oh, okay. So I want to commend her on this work of art that she made because it, it was dope. It was very, it's dark, but it's dope. Okay, I yeah. look forward to checking it out. Yeah. Um, so, oh, we can't forget, with back to the BET Awards, uh, Tyler Perry's speech. Very, very good. Oh, that was what I was supposed to yes. do. Mm. Oh, the... the. I'm sorry. Okay, honorable mention. Uh, right. <laughs> Dang, I wish uh, I had the clip. So motivation exactly moment. No, I have it right here. Okay, perfect. Something that he said, we all loved how he had a lot to say about 
you know, why he dressed as Medea for so long. He said he was really trying to speak to his mother through mm-hmm. all those different initial movies and plays that he did to empower her because she was a victim of domestic violence. And he just wanted to build up his mother and women like her to know that they are worthy. You are And so, you know, a lot of people be like, why Tyler Perry be having all these movies where the nigga is some shit, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. that was like a catalyst for why and he talked a lot about helping other people cross the cross the train train tracks or whatever um mm-hmm. cr- helping them cross and so he talked about even with that with buying his own studio lot mm-hmm. um and it's like if you ever seen paramount studios or whatever, like these things are like this huge like land land <laughs> like acres <laughs> acres of land of big ass like buildings think of like a like a warehouse or mm-hmm. whatever like and where you a, get storages and right and it's mad warehouses on a big ass piece of land so he has his own version of that where a lot of people film movies like they were even saying that part of black panther was filmed there. i don't know but if that's true but like a lot of people Could film be. their movies with tyler perry's lot so one thing that he said after that was and it was also that that same land that he used the confederates were using that land to plot and plan during the war, the Civil War, and try to keep, obviously, to keep blacks, three point something million billion blacks still enslaved. And so he bought that land strategically for that purpose. And he said, there are people who are tied to your dream. Mm-hmm. Own your stuff and own your name. Yep. So... That's our honorable motivational uh, moment. Yes, indeed. Yes. All right, so let's get to the ratchetness real quick. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back into this Kylie Jenner bullshit. And uh, Jordan and Tristan and Chloe, whatever. Kim Kardashian is claiming that Kylie Cosmetics um, link-ups with uh, Jordan are feeding Jordan's family. She did mention that Mm -hmm. on the... um, on the show, keeping up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. um, but not so much for uh, Kylie. But she was mainly um, she was mainly saying it about herself, about Chloe, Chloe, because because um, she did a feature for Good American Jeans. Oh, bitch! So she Come was like, now. she employed you when you didn't Shut have a job. Shut your ass <laughs> up, bitch! Shut your ass up! Like, why are you trying to insinuate that y'all family is feeding? The Jordans, not the Jordan, the Jordan the Woods, Woods family. Mm-hmm. When her father was definitely in the entertainment industry before, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm slurring already. But <laughs> um, you know, your family, his father, her father was definitely in the entertainment industry. She has ties with other people like the fucking Smiths, the Pinkett Smiths, mm-hmm. or whatever. Already, you know, um, she lived in the same area as y'all niggas already when y'all met. So. She had to be in that tax bracket, as we was talking about in the group chat. Right. So who was feeding whose family? Right. Just because she got a couple coins off of that ugly ass pair of jeans. No, who the fuck be wearing them jeans? I don't American know anyone who jeans. Wears good American Probably jeans. some bitches in Calabasas, but that's it. That shit ain't popping. Like I can see if she was talking about Kylie Jenner. Okay, and I don't know that many people that wear Kylie shit, but I know a lot of people like Kylie's rich off that shit. She's on the fucking uh, Forbes. Forbes list. Right. You talking about some rinky dink ass fucking jeans girl i know that's your sister but calm down calm the fuck down and know your place Um, kim was not having it throughout the whole show like i think everybody else was a little bit more like trying to be mm -hmm. optimistic 
especially Chris. Chris was being very optimistic about it, but she was like, at the end of the day, Chloe's my daughter. I will always choose Chloe. And I can respect that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I can respect them. And she was like, I just don't see how Jordan. Yeah, this is our Kardashian insider right here. Because <laughs> she actually watches the show. It's my guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she said she'll always choose her daughter. Yeah, she said she'll always choose her daughter. But she was like, she just never could imagine that Jordan would do something like that. And she was just like, it's just not in her personality. You know, she was like, you know, she grew up with her. You know, they've been best friends since middle school. You know, they've been through everything. And then it showed like clips of Chris going into the room and oh, Kylie God. was before Kylie. Kylie bought her first house when she bought her first house and she was like you know I trust that you are her support system and you are here for her so I know that my daughter is safe because she has a good friend in you oh man the show is very edited yeah the show is very edited (laughs) oh my god I'm so sleep off them niggas another person I'm sleep off of is Cameron so this nigga's out here talking major shit so he posted you know, I think Kella. niggas just be bored. And okay, yes. Precursor, me and Kel yes. are big dipset dip fans. fans. Okay. <laughs> so I do say this with a grain of salt, but he posted twerk it's a meme. Twerk videos is played out, sis. Thumbs down. Post a video of you reading out loud, eyeballs. <laughs> and then he commented, that shit turns me on, shrug. <laughs> Let's check that pronunciation, nigga. <laughs> and so then a few hours later, so Shade Room reposted it. And then Juju posted, <laughs> woo child. <laughs> so as anyone, I don't know if you guys know, but Juju, who's also on uh, Love and Hip Hop New York, and she might have been on like the LA one too at some point. But anyway, Juju was Cameron's famed girlfriend for like years, 10 like years. 10 years, like a whole decade. And when that nigga dropped her, he was like, we was never in a relationship. Bitch ass nigga, y'all had a y'all whole ass hot tub editorials right. and shit. You was, so y'all was just friends just that whole in the fucking bubbles. time. That's that fuck nigga shit. Well, wine glasses. And, and she's a very ambitious <laughs> chick. So I don't want to hear about you and see me getting to the clap now. I don't want to hear about you talking about ambitious, smart, intelligent girls when you was with one. And y'all niggas over there laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to hear y'all. y'all okay. Let me. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know what? Playing Let's devil's advocate, advocate. I'm not saying that Cameron had to stay with her, but the way he dogged her, like nigga, none of us intelligent, um, ambitious chicks <clears throat> want your dumb ass. Get with the big booty chick over there that don't have no substance and deal with that. I mean, I wasn't there. I wasn't a part of none of this. <laughs> I don't know Cameron. And I Cameron, don't know, Cameron. I don't know Juju. You know what I mean? So I just wish them the best, and you know what I mean. Y'all smart, you know? would you see? That's why they're based. Right, right, right. Stay right. Stay <laughs> hey, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna just take. It, I'm gonna leave it there for the ratchetness and righteousness today. Okay, so we could get into it's our this hot topic. Yes. All right, y'all. So, um, I guess. We and should start it off with out to um, the cards. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll start with let's talk about entrepreneurship from a male perspective. Can you guys kind of tell us, like, both of you guys are entrepreneurs? Tell us about the um, businesses that you guys have and what you guys do. Uh, all right, my name is Dennis. I'm a part of Utor, and we're basically like a live music platform, and we uh, 
you can follow us on IG at You Tour Music or You Tour Hip Hop. We basically mm-hmm. alert people, create content around music, do artist interviews, give away tickets to concerts, and let you know about different tour announcements and stuff like that. So yeah, one day we're gonna have You Tour Music on the show as well. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, I'm David, Dave, whatever mm-hmm. you know, however you want to call it. But anyway, mm-hmm. my my uh, my bit ambition or passion is uh, film and uh, video videographer um my uh company name that i have appropriately named is uh wang it's abbreviation for we all need growth and it's a a company that i'm actually trying to do clothing trying to do everything um incorporating with like entertainment so everything included yeah okay pretty much got some ambitious fellas (laughs) yes yes we do you know our black men are innovators I mean, as you know, the black culture is innovating enough. Yes. But, yes, even more so. they like to call it ghetto. Right. Mm. Exactly. That's innovation, baby. So, (laughs) men, let us know some of the obstacles that you guys kind of, like, face as being a man and trying to own a business. I'll start with you, Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping Dave was going to go first. (laughs) All right. um, Obstacles we run into, uh, you know, uh getting financial support you know and then getting family and friends to believe in your idea you know that's a struggle because some people say oh go get your good government job you know Mm -hmm. you need to worry about your 401k you know so making people believers that are in your close circle that's a a obstacle you know what i mean and then balancing a relationship and getting to know someone you love as i do love anastasia over here (laughs) 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 It's <laughs> a brownie point right there. Right. That's a good one. I got, I got, what what, what <laughs> issues do you run into, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> My man looked at me like this channel five. Um just um it's um I look at it like it's uh you come into it as um you knowing what you're getting into before you get into it. Um also too it's like uh I feel as though that you make sacrifices in order to have your business and have your love relationship at the same time. So it's like um, mm-hmm. you pretty much have to really know what you're really getting into before you like really make that commitment. So that's how I feel. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you feel like it's different for a male versus a female, like owning a business? Of course. It's, yeah. it's different stereotypes mm-hmm. and different issues you're gonna run into when they have male and female do you feel like for dave do you feel like that it's easier for a woman to open up a business like in what in what ways do you think that it's easier uh i feel like it depends and the reason why i say it depends is because it depends on what type of business she's running so if she's running i want to say like a like a sports management business that's Mm kind of easier because everybody loves sports but if it's something like um, I'm trying to, she's trying to, I mean, not me, but she's trying to uh, create a business as far as like a, a cupcake brand or something like that. That's a little bit more tougher because you have a lot more competition as far as like everybody makes cupcakes. So everybody has that. You so know, you're that saying it's thing. like it's the market. It yeah. depends on the market and what, that, too. that you go into mm-hmm. as a male or female. Because right. like, as a male or female, you're going to run into mm-hmm. trying to get loans and trying to get funding right. and then right. 
trying to build a staff and then you're gonna have to run into those issues mm -hmm. of arguing with your business partner right. you know <laughs> right coming to agreement. some people on don't vision. have some women don't have like business partners they build like extra by, by themselves, themselves too so yeah, yeah. So, Dennis, I've had the experience of actually doing pitches with you and your counterparts. So do you think that when we're doing pitches with these different, you know, um, capitalists, venture capitalists and things of that nature, do you think that it's easier for you to command their attention versus a woman to come in and try to command their attention? Uh, to me, that depends on like the, the lender or whoever like the, the funder is. Cause it's like, yeah, you have your people out there that's going to take a man more serious than a woman or, th or just like respect or be more attentive and stuff like that. But it's like at the end of the day, when you're building a business, if you can move A to B and you can make a profit, you know what I'm saying? Like, so money it's all about green. the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's money. You don't think that green. when it comes to money, there, there is no gender, there's no race, there's no color. Um, success. The only, only color is green. Yeah, when it comes to success, it's like if you're a woman or a man or tall, short, skinny, like if you're making a profit, you know what I'm saying? If you're seeing an increase, then you'll get people's initial attention. Like they'll sit down with you and they'll hear what you have to say type of thing. But there are people out there that's going to say, oh, he's a man or he's black, so I don't like feel comfortable with investing with him or I'm not even going to pay attention to him. So it's like, yeah, we're going to run into similar issues, but, you know. It's I don't always think that, too, because we're black at the end of the day, too. Yeah, so yeah. We're going to run into that issue regardless. So I, like I think it's all perspective. It's like, mm -hmm. do men have a leg up? Because it's like, oh, but there's women who get uh, <laughs> found in just because you're a black woman and starting a business that they'll invest in. You can get certain grants and loans and stuff like that. So it's legs up. I mean, to me, you know, you just got to fight for what you want. Okay. You know what you signed up for, like Dave was saying earlier. So, David, do you think, what would you tell yourself now, I mean, tell yourself previously that you know now about being an entrepreneur? Uh, shoot for more. Go for more. Um, do more with uh, the opportunities that you have. Um, capitalize on the things that you have in front of you. Um, opportunities make make time even if you don't have time. Um, even if like, um, you have a moment in your spare time to set aside the plan of what you want to do, even do that too in your spare time. But, um, pretty much just have a, a forward thinking plan and kind of always be, be more, be innovative and think ahead type of thing. Yeah. So I going to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship from a female perspective and I want to know I want to compare and compassion you know our experiences to see like how different they are and I want um when Anna gets a moment to come back and kind of like reflect on <laughs> no there was like some big ass brown spider no nah, she's like, being dramatic it was no, like a cricket oh <laughs> no no that was a spider oh, that's what? the scary thing it was a spider and it was like Ooh. so I saw it I thought it was a roach at first um <laughs> Love. So I was like, I gotta kill. If it was a roach, I wouldn't have been able to kill it. Some about spiders, I could kill them. Um, anyway, just had to save us all because <laughs> uh, it was about to climb up the chair, the chair onto you. So that's why I was like, give me your shoe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> and I like how. See, that's why we teamwork because right. you knew you just slid off your shoe and gave it to me. So right? Didn't even ask no questions. Why. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. What's the lie? So what was the question? We're going to talk about um, our experiences from entrepreneurship from a female perspective. Okay, yes. 
So what would you say your experience is as far as like how it differs from a male perspective? Like share your experiences with being an entrepreneur. Um, okay. Well, as far as differ- differing from um, males, I mean, I guess I do have that the mindset sometimes that it's easier for men to be taken more seriously than mm-hmm. it is for women because there's always that thing of you know what other ties do you have what other um like are you a mother do you have a, a significant other like what and I do sometimes feel like even in relationships trying to make that time set that time aside for focusing on cultivating your relationship with others not even just your loved ones Mm -hmm. I mean not even just like your your significant others but also your parents your family like they may feel a little um, disconnected from Mm -hmm. you because or your children if you have a child they may feel disconnected from you because you're hyper focused on what you're trying to do to build out your business. So I would say that's some of the experiences that I've had as far as being a female and having maybe some mental disadvantages. Also, like being tired, having your period, like not mm-hmm. feeling like doing it sometimes because, mm-hmm. you know, women, other womanly things are going on. Right. <laughs> and having to balance all of that as well. Um but I think the leg up that we have as women, especially as black women or women of color, is that there's a lot of support. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes there is that really bad competition of feeling like as a black woman, you know, if somebody that's your age group, your like demographic, and they do the same thing as you, you feel that competition, you feel that heat, that, that shit on the back of your neck, and you got to kind of put the blinders on and do what you got to do to be successful and know that we can all eat out here. And I feel like now that that message is coming across more clearer through social media and through just our inner circles and, and groups of just knowing that we all can eat out here and we all need to support each other. And, you know, um, a high tide lifts all boats, as they say. And I think that's really starting to come across for black women in general. And then, of course, like all the SBA, um, Small Business Association, you know, they're really supportive to black females and building out their businesses as well, too. So there's those are some of the pros I would see in um, female entrepreneurship. So and when I, do you, oh, I'm sorry, ahead. no, go I'm ahead, sorry. go ahead, go ahead. Do you feel like uh, uh, women have to have like this it factor in order to have success? I think sex appeal sells, like sex sells in general for women. So I think that sometimes, like if you look at Instagram again, like hot girls sell more, you know, mm-hmm. showing some ass sells more mm-hmm. um like if you have a clothing line and you're slim and trim and you have the nice body and you're selling that clothing line yeah that's going to move a lot quicker um but then the, i feel like there's a a angst or a shift a pushback with all of those those typical things so like the same thing with like women being hyper competitive with each other feeling like we don't really have much room to have multiples and now us coming into it saying you know what yeah we can all move and shake in here we can all eat there's a lot of plus size women going back to what i was just talking about with the example of slim women there's a lot of plus size women coming out here and being like hey we out here we look fab and we making clothes for all of us Mm -hmm. so you know you even seeing that with 
uh, Rihanna. Now she's making, you know, plus size clothing and stuff. So there's some, there's some pushback there now too with that. I also feel like, and when I say this, don't take it as shade to, to the men, but like, I feel like women have like this, extra drive mm-hmm. inside of them like this extra strength like a super it's almost like a superpower that just makes them go just a little more harder you know what i mean i feel like we have more to prove right right so it's like a fight within ourselves before like, it even touches you guys we're expected to, to or the world up. right you think, so you're just saying all women are that way i feel like every woman has Most it in them that, that. has it in them whether they tapped into it or not mm-hmm. is a different story but I think every woman kind of has that in them, even when it comes down. Like if you think of it from like birth, birthing, bringing into a new life has so much. Mm-hmm. It takes so much out of you, but you still find a way to push through. Even when you like, I don't want to do this shit no more. And it still happens. I feel like we have that drive to be able to to really tap into whatever we want and bring that into the entrepreneurship world. You know, because they say that women are trained up to deal with pain mm-hmm. in general, and men are, I think men, men are, are trained to problem solve. Yeah, and deal with pressure. Mm-hmm. I think they're, tr- they're built for pressure, and we're built for, for pain. pain. And for, um, what's the word when you wait on something? Patience. You think they, I think they're more patient. Do you think they're more patient? I think women are more patient because we have to wait. We have to wait for them to be ready. You know, girl, that's, that's a whole other conversation. But we have to wait for a lot of things. Like, we have to wait our turn. We have to know our place as women the in submission. society. The submission. Mm-hmm. So I feel like women have more patience. And, yeah. Okay. okay so we see David over here. He's, like, cringing, <laughs> moving all no, around. Ahead, so go ahead. Yeah, speak your piece. Myself speak your piece. I feel like it's, it's, it's both, both ways. I feel mm-hmm. like some men have patience. Some women don't have patience. I feel like it can go both ways. It Fair just enough. depends on the person. Um, me, I feel like I feel like I have patience when it comes to a lot of things, but not everything. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mid swallow. Man, you know they were coming to you next. <laughs> uh, what about like patience? About- just having mm-hmm. women having that extra drive in general. Yeah, I mean, I just don't believe in like absolutes, so oh, I feel yeah, like it's all—I feel like it's always <clears throat> exceptions to rules and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like you're gonna have some guys that have a drive, and you're gonna have some females that have a drive. So it's just like a, you, you never know, like if our relationship, if I'm gonna be the one who needs to work on patience more, or the female's the one who's gonna need to work on patience more. You know, so you what think I'm it's saying? person to person? Per- yeah, yeah, that's that's my cop out to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Well, I <laughs> we love you too. Well, I seen an article and it was talking about like in a relationship with the entrepreneur, things that you should never say. I would like to see, hear your thoughts to see whether you agree or disagree. Um, one of the thoughts was never say, why are you working so much? Um, have you ever been in a relationship with someone that had told you, why are you working so much? I'll direct that to Anna. No. No? That's I good. haven't. I haven't been in too many relationships, though. So that is, it's a little harder for me. But I could tell you that if I was in some of those past relationships or situationships still mm-hmm. today, uh, I don't think they would have supported my vision and dreams of entrepreneurship the way Dennis does. He mm-hmm. understands it. 
Um, so I I don't think we've ever had that issue between us. Have you ever felt like I've done putting you on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever felt like I've I've like felt like you work too much? Nah, nah, I don't think we've had that. I don't think we've crossed that bridge yet either mm. of working too. So you much. feel like, like you haven't, it's we like haven't a reached that of level success. of success. Mm-hmm. And I, we I talk about that. that. We do you have a plan for it? Hey, like man, when you, you, you right, do you right, 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 like how it. y'all would handle something like that. Uh, well, like he just said he ain't gonna claim it. To me, it's like time management. So it's like it's about fitting it in. So it's like when. Hopefully, as we get more successful and more busy, yeah, it's going to be a, a new obstacle. That I mean, let's get real, on. though. Like, right now, I'm the really busy one. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not just because of the business. That's because, you know, I'm working out. Like, you you be saying how you only see me Yeah, like, slow your week. booty, keep your booty in the house tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, I know what you're trying to build. I know what you're doing. Yeah. It's not so be, like, I be feeling bad, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I be feeling bad because it's like, I, I wake up in the morning, you take me to the train. And I come home. I'm like, yeah, I I go to work out and then I come back home and it's like basically time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. We we try to eat together and we try to watch shows that we like together. But Mm -hmm. like that's like Monday through Thursday for me. Right. I I can definitely relate to that as well. Mm -hmm. Like and Dave (laughs) um, prioritizing each other is something that we're even working on and trying to find like a nice balance. Like we've been talking about like making date nights Mm -hmm. and then making family nights because we have an extra, an addition to us. (laughs) So that takes even more time away from just me and him. So um, balancing is definitely real and trying to make each other priority is something that I struggle with, I will say. And I think he would agree (laughs) 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 because I'm just stretched all types of ways. So, I mean, and That's I something I would it. like to improve on. And I get it. And I get it. It's like you're trying to build, you know, a future and build up the things that you have, that you have, the plan that you have, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. um, but also, too, I, like I always remind you, too, is just to, you know what I'm saying, don't forget about your family at the end of the day, too. Right. Just make sure that you check in and just make sure, like, you. you Send a text. Yeah. Just saying, hey. You good? Just checking on y'all. Checking on y'all. Good. Okay. Cool. Communication. Yeah. yeah communication is really big. Yeah. Like, yeah. really big. Do you yeah. feel like you you may have an issue with, with multi, not multitasking, attention? Yes. Like, um, Giving one specific person a set amount of attention? Is that what you're saying? Delegating yeah. attention. Delegating mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. It is hard delegating attention because it's only 24 hours in a day. It's one me. And, everything and I mean, like, it. if somebody is talking to you, you can't, like, text at the same time. Like, that level of... I can, but I feel like they feel like it's rude. So, it's like, I have to learn when to shut off. So, um, he helps me with that by um, doing the Do Not Disturb list on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, they're... Sorry, some of you. And I know Brittany gets Girl, on me about this all the time. Don't say people's names. No, 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 no. But she, she's she's she talking about you. She's talking to you. Yep. You know, sorry to some people. I'm not, I mean, Brittany, I've, I've already told her, like, she's been added to my favorites list. So I think that that's you know, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so some people didn't make it to the favorites list. Right. You know, but she's one of those people who've made it to my um, favorites list. So, like, sometimes you do got to shut down. Like, eight o'clock, I think, yeah, eight o'clock is when he said it for my phone. After that, it's it's him. Yeah, it's him and Eric. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's fifty fifty between them, and then yeah. I have to come down from the day, and that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. I can even really give me to him yeah. and them. Um, when so, we first started working out, 
and like having these four day weeks that we've been doing, um, you know, between the studio, the podcast and just work life and working work life out. and everything. And like at first I was like starting to have a mental breakdown because I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Like, right. And I, I used to think like, Kel, you be doing that. Do not disturb, blah, blah, blah. But then I started having to do it. Remember when mm-hmm. I told you I started having to do it because I was just like, I can't. Right. Like, and I had to turn the phone on Do Not Disturb at night because, like, my mind would be racing. Right. I'm still and thinking I can't about sleep. everything else. And if I hear a little ping or anything from Instagram, like, I'm just like, like I can't sleep again. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've had to utilize Do Not Disturb as well. Sorry, right. friends and right. family. We love you. Yeah. I mean, my mom in particular would not understand that. <laughs> so, and that's someone who feels like I don't give her enough attention either. So. Another thing that they say is, um, never say, why are you stressed all the time? Why can't you just relax? Oh, I'm girl, that's my parents, especially yes. my father. My father be the main one that be like, you need to slow your roll. So you think it's a generational <laughs> thing? Uh, no, I think people don't understand. Like, you know how my mom does events and stuff. Like, he, he doesn't understand why sometimes it's like you get so hopped up and involved in that. So if you're not stuff. a creator, then if you won't get it. If you're not a creative, it. yeah, you don't necessarily get it. Like, if it's not making dollars, it's not making sense to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And if you, if that's taking up a lot of your time and stressing you out, your counterpart, that's another example of an entrepreneurship relationship where, like, my father is a Marine to the bone and, you know, government job and blah, blah, blah. And my mom, she's quieted a lot of that creative side of her for so many years and now it's starting to come out of her in her 50s and she's just, she's always done designs, but now she really sees it as it could be a business. Mm-hmm. And my father is just like, nigga, <laughs> like, what? Okay, like you be stressed out in here, you be doing the most of people. Yeah, my dad is like that with my mom too, because he's not a um, creator either. So yeah. he'd be like, it ain't making no money. I don't understand. You've been yeah. doing it for 10 years and it still ain't doing this. Da, right. da, da, da. And it's like, I, th- I feel bad for them both because it's like they're really talented, both mm-hmm. my mom and your mom. And I don't think they get the credit that they deserve or the money they deserve for the stuff that they do for people. So even I have gotten into it with my mom because I've been like, no, like, why are you doing all this for this person? But it's their creative outlet. You see how me and you do this podcast? That's what it is for them. But you know what's so funny is because I feel like it's not reciprocated to us. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you would think that they would understand yeah, but when it comes to us and us talking about it and us doing the things that we yeah. do, yeah, it's somewhere along the line, it's like I don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but what you're doing does make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, that's that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> balancing. You know, yes. um, me and David has had this conversation all the time. Like, can you have love and career? Would you like to tell them a little more about like what your thoughts on can you have love and career? Is there a true balance? I'm actually finding that. I'm actually trying to find that, to be honest. I'm not, I would say I'm not perfect at it. Mm-hmm. And it's because, mm-hmm. like, from what I've been taught, and I've been taught that you can only have one or the other. So you, if you choose career, it's like eventually you'll find love. If you choose love, you, you'll be slacking on your career. So it's just like you have to pick one. And, I think we all grew up with that that yeah. mindset. So it's just it's just really trying to like see and be more 
attentive and open opening up to like new ideas and new new thinking type of thing mm-hmm. so it's just um being more i would say like being more creative with how you think as far as your life goes i've been listening to a lot of red table talk and um other different podcasts mm-hmm. and it has made me want to be more um even like self-checking and just being more open-minded in my thought process as well even just like how you look at relationships um and i I think that there is no true balance. There's always going to be something that's going to tip the scale. But if you just continue to try your best, eventually it'll fall in place. It'll fall. You'll have some sort of groove. And there's no right or wrong way to, you know, balance it all. Like, it's whatever works for you. That's when I come back to the people's person. When you're like, it's from person to person. I feel like it's from relationship to relationship. It really just depends on your relationship. And I think prioritizing and scheduling as I know people want things to be so organic, but when you're an entrepreneur, especially in a startup stage, there is no, let's just be organic. You're going to have to have some sort of schedule to kind of like make things work. Do we want to talk about sex? No. In schedule? So, um, (laughs) okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, my thing is like, I feel like everybody got uh, different expectations or something. Like, that's why it's like everybody's looking for that uh, balancing act because you right. think that it's supposed to be like my career and my love life is supposed to be this certain right. type of way. I'm so, supposed to have sex this amount of times per week right. type of vibe. And it's like, you mm-hmm. can't live your life mm-hmm. that way because it's like, there's never been a dentist in Anastasia before. So right. it's like, mm-hmm. you got to figure out what works for y'all and right. check in with each other and communicate right. and make sure y'all are on the same page. But yeah. I agree. It's a, it's a ex- expectation too, but also too, it's like reevaluating, re- sorry, reevaluating your expectations. Drink stuff. Uh, that drink. <laughs> <laughs> reevaluating your expectation as far as like, uh, how you see things and kind of like taking a step back and really kind of like, is what kind of, which is like what I'm trying to do now as far as like, that is, that goes as far as like, all right, let me fall back a little bit. Let me, chill you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah all right so let's get into this card game okay you want to do a shot one one shot before uh okay i'll do that do while you get the card yes so what what you take giving us shots of kel we are taking shots of martel pass that dutch Right. And are you gonna lead the game? Yeah. All right. I can lead it after I lead this shot. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna take it to the head from the bottle. Take it okay. to the head. Take it to the head. All right. All right. So we gonna take this shot. All right. Cheers, peeps, to love and entrepreneurship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should make the sound. Clink, clink, clink. clink, clink, clink. All right. Ooh. See that? See that's why that's my fave. Because it goes. Thank you, Tyrone. That's why it's my fave because it goes so smooth, smooth down, even when it's warm. Mm-hmm. All right, Martin, lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you know, we have a card game. It's called Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations, the card game, mm-hmm. and we have a variety of different types of. Um, questions all based around relationships uh cognac cupcakes and entrepreneurship 
And so it's a perfect game for two couples to play, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have a few types of games. We have majority wins and multiple choices. So we are going to jump into the multiple choice. All right. All right. So if it is, oh, <laughs> we're going to go with number three. Is it ever okay for your mom to speak on your behalf in your relationship issues? Who's this to? And so this is going to go to Dave. Mm -hmm. A, yes. B, no. C, depends on the scenario. The scenario, scenario, scenario. I'm going to go with B, no. Good job. All right. High five, baby. (laughs) Was that the right answer? That was the right answer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know you know, I love mom. He knows I love his mom. His mom is like my ace boon coon. I can kick it with his mom out. You know, sad. But yes. our relationship is yes, a relationship. Yes, his mom is tight. We all went to dinner yeah. for his birthday yeah. last year. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, and his mom yeah, was there with him. She cool. She yeah. cool. Right, exactly. She my mom knows she's my mom. Right. She knows I ain't going to tell her a whole lot. But anyway. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to even do that anyway in general in relationships. Yeah, keep it separate. Yeah. How do y'all decide well, me well, and Raquel. Yeah, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> In this case. Remember, it's always a woman's choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next question, number see. four. Um, so, Dennis, what is a man's role in a relationship? A, protect and provide. B, lead and listen. Or C, all of the above. See, I'm such an individual where I'm just like, it depends on the oh relationship, the people in the relationship, because it depends on the strength and weaknesses of the individuals, of the male, female, or if it's a female, you know, or gender. Well, you got to pick A, B, I'm going to go with C, C all the above, because okay. I'm here to protect, provide, lead, and listen. I'm going to do right. it all. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right, Kel, you want to take a shot? Now? All right. Yeah. All right. So, um... Anna, mm-hmm. you made a sex tape in the past with another mate. What? Damn, do you tell the person oh, number, number six? <laughs> do you tell the person who you're currently dating about your sex tape? Uh, a, take mm-hmm. it to the grave, or B, give a heads up. I say B, give a heads up because the reason why is because if it, why did I make a sex tape one? <laughs> But if I was dumb enough to be on some Kim Kardashian shit, I mean, well, it doesn't necessarily to. have to be like a whole production thing, like. It could be something on your phone, like some quick some shit. shit. on a nigga's phone? No. On, on, like, it doesn't have to be their phone. It could be on your phone, but whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if I did it on my phone, I'd delete it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Dennis, you're grabbing your you know. <laughs> But, I mean, it's, it's true. Like, why am I keeping that shit on my phone if I'm, if I'm in a whole new relationship? Mm-hmm. Delete right. that shit yeah. and let it go. Uh, so, you, I mean, we so probably, would you tell them then? We probably would have had that conversation cause when you're talking about sex and what you're into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that before, blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. like... First of all, like having it on the on the niggas phone and mm-hmm. stuff and faces showing right. and shit, yo, definitely gotta tell them because what if that shit gets out there? Right. So I'm not, I'm not even gonna go into how stupid that is, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You give a heads up. Okay. Yeah, give a heads up. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. 
No, I I would tell Dad the person. Was like, yeah, nigga. Right. <laughs> no, I would give what a heads up. I would definitely give a heads up because for the exact reasons that she said, you just never know if it gets leaked. It depends on the type of person that you're with. And, you know, if they're very immature and they decide to leak it, I want to yeah. be the first one to tell you. I don't want the streets to tell you about what's going on in my past or whatever. But at the same time, I understand why women wouldn't because their past is their past and it was before you. So right. I understand both I mean, ways. Yeah, I guess I if, I was, give the heads up. if I was out there, not like saying out there, like I'm not trying to slut shame or anything like that. But like, I guess maybe if I was somebody that a sex tape would be like somebody would want to see my sex tape. Like if I was a celebrity or something, then yeah definitely we have to tell the, I can see why that would be super important to tell right. your next relationship right <laughs> okay alright uh, you guys want to pick a question there's plenty here if you want to move on to entrepreneurship or if you want to stay in the cognac can trust I mean. be rebuilt after it's been broken <laughs> where, yes or no where are you at what number we at number who 10 who are you asking the question okay, who are you asking to Raquel alright um <laughs> No. Trust can be re- I don't think trust can be um rebuilt after it's been broken. I don't. I feel so like once say, you once three you, years into it something goes wrong. Ten years later it can't be like I don't a think, new bridge that's been built. I don't think because I feel like in the back of your head you're always going to think about that. That so moment. If somebody I cheated like, on you. Like if you were in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. for ten years and that person cheated on you, I don't think I would trust them. I think I always think about like, okay, he might be doing X, Y, Z. Somewhere in the back of my subconscious, I feel like you still will be harboring on to us. I don't know that trust could be rebuilt. Does it depend on the situation? Like if it was like, I'm not saying he has a, a, a family in the next town, but it's like, let's say he, uh, you know, I don't know. What if he hits you? Mm. Now we're getting mm. real dark. Mm. Okay. What if he like pushed you? or I think you would, I would still be, being from a domestic violence relationship, mm-hmm. I was still cautioning whenever the hand would go too fast up or too close to. Right. It's always in the back of my head. Okay, you might do this again. So let me just be protective of myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't think trust can be rebuilt. I agree. I think that's the sad truth. Um, we could try to make it work. Right. You could try to and, make it work. And you but could it probably still you... have a whole ass relationship. Right. Um, and live and die together, but right. you still but see, gonna have that in the back of your not head. Even with Rebuilt, not even with therapy. Rebuilt right. after after it's been broken doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be perfect or restored. It doesn't, yeah, it's restored. not restored. It, yeah, it doesn't. What, you know what I mean? So it's like rebuilt. So if someone cheated on you, would I be able to move on from that? I don't would you be able to rebuild think, from that? Rebuild. I, I feel like men either. don't like when a woman cheats. That's it. That's all for them. Like, yeah, so. Personally, I feel like that's how men carry it. Well, it depends on how much the man is really in love with the woman, too. Mm-hmm. That plays a factor too. Because it's definitely been guys You're that have been cheated on. <laughs> yeah, it's but definitely, it's definitely yeah, been yeah, some guys, guys that have been, been cheated on. Yeah, that. and they still take the woman back. So, yeah. and the woman sometimes does the same thing. So, that's what I'm saying, you never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's it goes both ways. I feel like. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Dave, you want to ask the last question? Okay. <laughs> a couple moves in together. Who pays the rent? Who is this to? Uh, Anna. Um, I I'll give would her the, say, the options. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, a, he, him, he is the head of the house. B, split it 50-50. C, he pays rent. She pays utilities. I would like to add a d to this 
mm-hmm. for when we do <laughs> when we do update this game one day. I would like to add a D to this, and that would be whoever. Um, I'll figure out a way to say it, but what I'm trying to say who is who gets paid more, whoever gets winner. paid more in rea- in reality, the breadwinner, and and, and you think, I think they should they, pay the rent in full? I d- I don't think they should pay the rent in full. They don't have to pay the rent in full. That's why it's a tricky question because I don't think they have to pay the rent in full. See, I can, I'm scared Split of that, 50, that damn 50. spider. So then, um, you it, just feel like whoever pays the who gets paid more should pay the, should pay the, the most. most. Right, should pay the most of the rent. Yeah, whoever gets paid more should pay the most of the rent. Because realistically, if you're making more money than your your significant other, whether male or female or whatever, if you're in a mm-hmm. um, same-sex relationship, mm-hmm. and, it, you know, come on now. Like, <laughs> that, that don't make no damn sense. If the other person is making less than you and they paying more than you, I don't think personally... Um, I mean, and then it also goes into bills, like because you have what, to think about the other bills yeah. that goes into that utilities that go into that. Right, utilities could be higher in some senses. And or do you out. have more bills than the other person? Mm-hmm. Like you could make more, but do you have more bills than the other person that you have to pay more money, more problems? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into this answer. So I guess I'm gonna say my little D. My little made up D. Who has the most to pay the most? Yeah. Okay. Whoever has the most pays the most. Compromise. Right. I think personally, I feel like 50 50 makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. It's splitting it halfway, halfway down the the even. And whatever that person needs help, you can help them out. But my general answer, not to be so detailed because it's a game at the end of the day, (laughs) I would do split it 50 50. I feel like that's fair. I feel the same way, 50-50. It gives room to be able to, like, balance everything else out as far as finances go. And you can be able to do outside things as far as, like, date nights and all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, if you guys are interested in our game, make sure you send See us a DM. that sparked. Right. <laughs> or an email. And right now we're going to get into this Get Up, Get Out. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. Okay. All right. So this week's philanthropy moment is couples who give. And this is um, inspired by one of my favorite couples who are getting married very soon in the next, what, year? Oh, nine, us. ten months. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, less than, yeah, like more than a year, actually. It was more than a year? Okay. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah, right. it's October. Yep. Next year. You're right. Yeah. So, um, with planning your wedding, you know, all these things come to mind. So as we get deeper into the wedding season, the question of registry seems to be a trending topic. Mm -hmm. And we would like to inspire our listeners to try a new wedding trend that is on the rise. So instead of doing wedding registries filled with, you know, air fryers, waffle makers, Mm -hmm. et cetera, even though I do want an air fryer, whoever wants to get that. Um, (laughs) And I want to Instapot. Okay. (laughs) Many newlyweds now choose to support the philanthropic causes in lieu of receiving wedding gifts. So, um, a lot of people, instead of like you, you know, getting them a wedding gift, you would do that. Or you can create a charitable wedding. And how you would do that is you would consider renting a nonprofit space, for example, like a museum, historical site, or botanical garden for the wedding or reception. 
Or you can consider donating the flowers after the ceremony to the hospital or nursing home, a fire station, whatever the case may be. You can ignore the favors altogether and instead make a donation to a charity, like we said. Um, Assemble the wedding party to spend a day together at a charity like Habitat for the Humanity or for a food shelter. Um, And you can consider donating your wedding gown after the ceremony or donating airline frequent flyer miles to the family member of a wounded warrior. Oh wow! I yes. like that. I like especially the 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 wedding gown thing and the flowers. Um, so I'm definitely gonna look into that personally because I hate the fact that the flowers just go to waste. Right. It's such a shame. You spend so much money on that and then they just sit there. Um, and then the even the wedding dress, like people be going and getting their wedding, you know, like uh, it's not crystallized, but like they take it back to like the wedding shop. And they get it like just cement, not cemented, but like really nicely packaged and put away. And then it's just there. It collects dust. It's, it just collects dust and you don't even like acknowledge it. And you know, the way weddings are nowadays, our children aren't going to be wearing our wedding dresses. Like that shit is dead now. People mm-hmm. don't be really wearing their mom's wedding dresses anymore. The trends just changed too much. Yeah. It's too ch- shifty. So. I've been thinking about that with my own wedding dress. Like, what am I going to do with mine when I'm done? And I would love for somebody else to be able to use mine. So I'm going to look into that. Also, to pay on the other side of the perspective, if the if your guests would like to give you a gift, consider trying to find gifts from places that are giving back to other places. Like Parachute Home. Parachute home if you buy a Venice bed from Parachute Home, which include a duvet cover, one sheet, pillowcase, blase, blase. It also benefits Nothing But Nets, which provides oh, insecticide, yeah. um, insecticide <laughs> treated bed nets that help mm-hmm. protect children from malaria in sub-Saharan countries. Oh, man. Tiny Miracles also does something as well. And they um, mm-hmm. help street people in Mumbai, India for creating salaries for them. So just oh, giving wow. back to different organizations that will give back to someone else. So we're just trying to encourage you guys to continue the gift yeah, of giving. because, you know, a lot of people in India, I don't know if it's Mumbai, but it's like certain parts of India where they're out there um, extracting mica from the fucking stones in the ground in, in these deep tunnels, and it's little kids doing that shit. And that's mica is what goes into a lot of our makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the highlighters that we be wearing, mm-hmm. there's little, like, four-year-olds and six-year-old children boys Mm -hmm. and girls going into um and it's not in every single um makeup brand but it's in a lot of the makeup brands where they're going and digging deep into these tunnels and risking life in them a lot of them are getting killed for extracting the mica from the stones and so we could help them and then they only make like 25 cents off of that shit you know, so mm-hmm. if we can, not to get overly political here, but if right. we can help them get an education or get some kind of better sense of currency or income or whatever, that would be great. So we're definitely going to make sure we post that. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to send and and you, you guys a couple of lists of some of the organizations for the guests that want to give you gifts that they can give back. And then, you know. We'll share some of the ideas that we had as far as if you want to, if you're the person having the wedding. Yes. Thanks, Kel. That of was course. some great philanthropy choices. Thank Thanks. you guys for having, having yes. me on the show. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. God bless America. Is this the end? Yeah. This is it. So you have any shout outs that y'all want to do? Yes. 
I want to shout out everybody from D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I want to shout out y'all mothers uh-huh. and fathers. I want to shout out uh-huh. my mother and father. Shout out <laughs> to the Cupcakes and the Duce. Yes. yes. And you tour. And you tour. Yeah, you music. Tell them you where to follow saying? y'all. Yeah. Follow who? You tour music. You tour mm-hmm. hip-hop. I mean, you know IG Dennis, follow, so you follow, know I'm follow talking about you tour. Follow Air Wayne, Wayne Tapes. Um, yes. And also, too, uh, follow Munchies is another company from my, uh, my good friend who's actually – Starting her up in her own business, so Munchies. Munchies. Okay. All right. And you know where to follow us. At Cognac Cupcakes Conversations. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And visit our website, www.cognaccupcakes and conversations. And make sure you check out Brownie com. Yum the Bar Yummy Brownie Yummy Bar. <laughs> We're gonna get it right. Hold Yum on. the Brownie Bar. Yum the Brownie Bar. Thank you. Yes, no, I'm gonna like make sure that we say that correctly because her bomb her, her brownies bomb, are her worth cup. it. Oh, I can't talk right now. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um yes, Yum the Brownie Bar. Phonetically spelled correctly. Yum Y U M the Brownie Bar. On All Instagram. Right. All right. Until next time, y'all. Peace See out. Ya. It's a vibe.